everyone. Good afternoon. This is Brittany Bruce's podcast. And today, I am really going to talk about keeping your heart safe. What does that mean? That means that we have to be careful who we allow ourselves to be vulnerable with. For not everybody is supposed to be a part of our life. Not everybody is supposed to be a part of our journey. And some people are just to be a part of some aspect of our life. And Proverbs is really helpful when it comes to keeping our hearts safe. Proverbs 4.23. It says, To keep and to guard our heart with all diligence, for out of it flow the issues of life. And I think a big part of that is spiritual discernment. We have to ask ourselves, is this person proving themselves to be trustworthy? And if we're not really sure, or we're skeptical, we need to guard ourselves. We need to protect ourselves. Because our heart is the dwelling place where the Holy Spirit dwells. And we want to guard it with everything that's within us. For out of it flow our issues. Okay? The things that we're dealing with. What you don't face. What you don't face. Will cause issues later in your life. So that's why it's better to face whatever situation... You may be dealing with, no matter how uncomfortable it is. Because sometimes it's better to be a little bit uncomfortable than go through a lifetime of misery. And keeping our heart safe is not about being paranoid. It's about being mindful of who you allow in your heart, of who you allow in your world. And there's certain people that are just supposed to be a part of certain aspects of our lives. And I'm going to be honest, I'm learning as I go that there's certain people that aren't meant to know every single thing about me. And that's fine. I am absolutely fine with that. And there are certain people That can know certain things about me. So we have to really use discernment when it comes to um, allowing people in our world and in our heart. Because not saying that everybody's bad or evil, that's not what I'm saying. But we still have to use spiritual discernment because here's the thing. If we don't use spiritual discernment in everything, especially when dealing with the issues of the heart... We are not guided by the Holy Spirit when we do that. And therefore, we don't have His protection and guidance. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I need His guidance like every single moment of every single day. And guarding our heart, it means that we protect and we value What's on the inside of us. So much show that we're protective. Of who we allow in. 
And like I said in the in the start of this talking, it doesn't mean you're paranoid. It doesn't mean that you're, but it means, it doesn't mean like you're like looking for flaws in all these people and just assuming the worst in them. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying to be able to look past that is wonderful. I'm also saying this. We have to be aware of the wolves in sheep's clothing. That's what I'm saying. And there's a good balance between seeing people as the way they want to be perceived and being able to discern who's actually a wolf and who's actually a sheep. And, you know, this takes a lot of practice. This isn't something we're just going to develop Overnight, This takes practice and intention because not everybody is who they portray to be. I'm going to say that again. Not everybody is who they portray to be. Anybody can portray to be something awesome. But is that, are they, who they're portraying, is that who they really are? I mean... We really got to ask ourselves these questions. And we really got to know someone before we open up about anything. Personal, private. Because the thing is, that's, that's an aspect of our heart. And our heart is very vulnerable. Very vulnerable, which is why we got to be careful. Not everybody on God's green earth is good for us. And not everybody on God's green earth needs to know everything about us. I mean, it's plain and simple. Plain and simple. It's not complicated. Um, you know me, guys. I, I teach very simple because that's the only way I know. But it works. Um... When it comes to our heart, we really have to be careful and mindful. And we can't let the heap of the emotion steer us astray. And what I mean by that is your emotions can mislead you. If you're telling someone something who you don't really know if you can trust, but you're going through your emotions and you're not seeking the Lord out on it, you might not make a good decision. 99% of the time, I'm going to say if you're led by your emotions, you have not seeked the Lord. And I know that's rough, but it's true. Because our emotions are crazy. And I believe when it comes to opening, opening our world up to people, opening our hearts, our lives... We really need to make sure it's God wanting us to be vulnerable in that aspect, in that regard. Because like I said, there's certain people that we're not meant to share things with like that. And this takes <coughs> a lot of wisdom to be able to discern who's actually for me, who's against me. 
I mean, it takes time. It takes time. But I think the only way we'll learn who we can trust is by sitting at the feet of the Father. Because when we sit at the feet of the Father, that is when we get wisdom. That is when we get peace and direction and understanding and clarity. But when we let our emotions steer our lives, that is when we have confusion, chaos. I mean, we don't want that. And the only way to avoid that is by going to God utmost and foremost before we go to anybody. And I know it's easy. It's easier to go to a person. It's easier to, to um, want counseling from flesh. It's harder to go to God. I understand that. But we can't get too attached to the human to where we forget we need to go to God. We need to go to Jesus. Because He's the only one who can heal our hearts. Truly. And He is the only one where our heart is safe. I like the way the Carrie Job song puts it. She has a lyric that says, I look to you where my help comes from. The Lord watches over me. And then there's a lyric in there that I really love. That This, this lyric I really want you to get. The keeper of my heart. You're the keeper of my heart. So see, God wants to be the keeper of our heart. The protector of us. The defender. But he can only do that is if we give him permission to protect us. And we, we, we only give him permission to protect us when we realize that our ways may be stupid sometimes. Our ways may lead us to destruction sometimes. When we realize this, when we realize that we're weak without him, then he has an opportunity to protect us. And not only that, when we're able to be obedient and hear what he's saying. Don't just hear what he's saying. Be obedient to what he's saying. Because it's, it's just like a daughter and a dad, okay? It's just like that. When a dad has a daughter, he wants to protect her. But there comes a point when he can only protect her as much as she's willing to bend. It is the same way with our Heavenly Father. He wants to protect us, but he can only protect us as much as we allow him in our lives. As much as we allow him in our lives. Meaning we have to give up our control for his control. We have to allow him to lead us and to guide us and direct us in all things. This is the only way we walk in peace and unity with one another. This is the only way we can walk in the Spirit. But when we are stubborn and hard-headed, God's gentleman, He'll wait. He's not going to force Himself on you. But He knows that if you just surrender... That it would be better for you. 
He doesn't like when his children are fighting his protection. Because he knows when you fight his protection, there's nothing he can do. Because God ultimately wants us to stay in that bubble of protection. But we have a choice if we're going to stay in that bubble of protection. What do you mean? Psalm 91. That's our protection. Psalm 91. Study it. Meditate on it. Get it in your spirit. That is the only way. Only way we stay in protection is by living a lifestyle of worship. Not allowing worry. Not allowing anxiety. Not allowing fear. Not allowing those things that are contrary to the word of God dictate what we are going to do. Because many times we allow ourselves to be dictated by situation. And instead of getting God's perspective on things. God wants to protect us. But the only way he can truly protect us is if we allow ourselves to have a worshiper's lifestyle. And I I say lifestyle because a lot of people think worship is just going to church on a Sunday. And I honestly think that is pitiful. That is pitiful. If, If that's what we associate with worship, just one day, then that is pretty sad. Because worship should be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday... And Sunday should be like a celebration. I really truly believe that with all my heart. Worship should not be a chore. Worship should always have an excitement, um, life, infusement. Worship is the only way we are safe. Without worship, without seeking the heart of God, we're not safe and we're not protected. You can't think if you're not worshiping God, if you're not seeking God with all that's within you, that you're going to be safe from the enemy's schemes. You can't be ahead of the enemy when you're not seeking God. It's impossible. Impossible. God's not going to give you strategies against the enemy when you're not even seeking him, when you're not even developing intimacy. Because see, it all goes back to intimacy. If your relationship with God is messed up, then your relationship with others is going to be messed up. (laughs) Yeah, because our relationship with God spills over into our relationship with how we treat people. We didn't realize that, did we? But it's true. It's, it's how we treat others that really shows or reveals what our relationship with God is like. You know, and it's very key, very important that when we seek God, we seek Him with everything. We be a little bit vulnerable. And yeah, being vulnerable with God is... It's, it's uncomfortable. But you got to look at it from this perspective. He knows literally everything about you. Everything. 
why is it hard to be vulnerable then? In that, in that regard. Like, if you could really think about it. He knew you before you were in your mother's womb. He called you before you even called him. He loved you long before you loved him. In that regard, why is it so hard for us to be vulnerable? I mean, really? Why? Because we get too attached. We get too attached to the emotion of what we're feeling. And we forget that God, is, God should be the number one person that we should be vulnerable with. Completely vulnerable with. Because if we can't be completely vulnerable with God, we will never be able to be vulnerable with people. It's a fact. If you're not vulnerable with God, don't think you're going to be vulnerable with people. You're not going to be able to. It's only when we seek God and we find Him and we seek Him and we find Him. That's when we're able to be vulnerable with people. But when we don't put God first and we we make Him uh, back burner priority, then we're not protected. And when we're not protected, we fall into the schemes, into the traps of the enemy. That's why it's very important that we don't just sing a song of worship, but we live a life of worship. Because it's so easy to sing a song of worship. But are we living the lifestyle? Because true worshipers are built out of trials and tribulations. Well, what does this have to do with my heart? Everything. Everything. Because if your heart isn't seeking after God, there's going to be a lot of confusion and chaos in your heart. (laughs) I mean, I've known this for personal experience to be true. If you ain't seeking God, you're not going to have wisdom. You're going to be walking around unsure of what to do. And the reason why is because when you're not seeking God, there's no clarity. There's no wisdom. There's no There's no peace. There's no joy. There's nothing when you don't seek God. But when you seek God, there's protection. There's peace. There's clarity. There's There's everything. He even warns you about things. So, in closing, I, my my main takeaway from this is that we got to use spiritual wisdom, number one, spiritual wisdom and discernment of who we open up with. Because not everybody is for us and there are wolves in sheep's clothing. Number two, we need to be able to be vulnerable with God first before we can be vulnerable with anybody else. And that's a process. To be really vulnerable with God, that's a process. I think that takes a whole lifetime, to be honest. And number three, we, we should be able to see the good in people, 
always see the good in people over the flaws, but also use spiritual discernment so that we're not foolish into believing someone's one way when they're really another way. And number four, my last and final point, the only way that we step into his protection, which ultimately leads to his peace, is by living a lifestyle of worship. Love you guys. Bye.